All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Oh my, just so many business podcasts out there. How can I possibly know where to begin? Here at Intrepid Business, we are about stripping away all of the usual boring fluff and instead focus on showcasing real people doing real business, achieving amazing things. The ones truly changing the world, the instigators making a dent, the people changing how we do sales and marketing, leading innovation, the people redefining leadership. But who are these people? Why do they do what they do? How do they do what they do? Find out on Intrepid Business. And now, here are your hosts. Good afternoon and welcome back to Intrepid Business. I am your host, Todd Schnick. You know, I uh, I owe today's guest an apology. We have been hanging out together in the same sales mastermind group for, gosh, probably several years now. But today is the first time he and I have actually gotten on the phone and spoken, and that's criminal. And I apologize to him for that. But I am very much looking forward to this conversation. He's got a new book out, which we are here to principally talk about. But say hello to my guest. His name is Alan Meyer, chief sales introvert and the author of a new book called Introverts in Business. Alan, welcome to the show. Todd, thank you for having me today. Yeah, the pleasure's mine. Thanks for carving out some time. Exciting uh, times when you launch a book, so appreciate you carving out a few minutes. Do me a favor, though, before we get into the book and its subject matter, take a few quick seconds, inform the audience a bit about you, your background, and, and the work you're out there doing. Well, I, I've been in sales for over 20 years, first 10 years in Europe, and last 10 in North America. I'm living now in Toronto, Canada, and I'm helping actually leaders enlarge their circles by involving introverts more and more and tap into their team members' individual strength to increase the results. Outstanding. Well, so the book is called Introverts in Business. There's the last couple of years... There, like Susan Cain in her book, Quiet, and there's, there's been a series of, of new literature talking about the fact that there are introverts in business. And it's a critical discussion because and I bet you have actual numbers to, to speak about here. But I think it's safe to say that that 50 percent of the people in your business at this very moment are introverts. You probably don't know that probably don't think about that. It's a it's a very serious issue. You have to take this this idea that half of your employees are introverts and half are extroverted very very seriously because understanding that can change how you how you operate in the success of your business, yeah? That's totally correct. Some studies show 33%, some studies says 50%, no matter what the percent is. It's still when you speak with your clients, when you speak with your colleagues, the whole culture today, it's geared towards extroverts. And it started actually uh, many, many years ago where you have to become a team player, the networker, entrepreneur, the person who's outgoing, and everything is geared towards the go-getters. But if you learn a little bit about the introverts, you realize there are lots of lots of strengths that introverts have. And I saw that throughout my sales career, and I'm an introvert, of course. Uh, uh, as a sales guy, 
you know, you always, people always ask, hey, you have to be outgoing, you have to be friendly with everybody immediately, and this and that. Well, you know, it's hard to change who you are. And a few years ago, I wrote a book about selling for introverts. What are the strengths of introverted people, like uh, being calm in the storm, being actually really good in making the connection, connecting with your clients, lending an ear, and then matching a fix with a need and being passionate in what we are doing. More than extroverts who are just today, they're selling copy machines, tomorrow they're selling cars. There's no, not so much passion like with introverts. So we are more like, I would say, more like a calm in the storm where, you know, when, when people are rushing toward, toward goals or, or towards plans, somebody needs to say, wait, let's analyze where we are and is it really the, the only path to the, our goal? Well, Dan Pink, in his book not long ago, To Sell as Human, talked about a third term that is now entering into this dialogue uh, when you talk about introverts and extroverts and what he calls the ambivert, which there's there's very few people who are 100% pure introvert or 100% pure extrovert. Most of us are, are probably fall into some mid-range in that spectrum, leaning one way or the other. Now, like you, I'm very much an introvert, and that freaks people out because they say, well, how can a radio host be an introvert? But that's, I've built my life around the fact that I don't like going to events, and this is how I connect to people, right? And so this is, this is all very much by design. Talk about this idea of extroverts, introverts, and then the ambivert. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? On that read? Well, you know what? Uh, when people say I'm this and that, depends on the context, depends on the situation, mm-hmm. in, in many, in many things. But generally, if you like to, like, I, I do a lot of public speaking, and when I'm on stage, I'm passionate what I'm talking about. I'm a sales guy. I love what I'm doing. I'm passionate about it. I can sell stuff from the stage. But after my presentation, I need time to recharge. I need time for myself to be alone. You know, it's nice to meet and greet people, but after it, I'm exhausted. I need to recharge my batteries by being alone. On the other side, I'm actually married to an extrovert. My wife, she's like, uh, if we go to networking events, she's like a social butterfly. She knows okay. everybody. You know, you know how it is. I, I, I'm not like that. I need, you know, I, if I find somebody in a room, I want to have deep, meaningful conversation, which is not good for networking events, of course. But I'm not meeting 20 people. I'm meeting two, three people, and we start a conversation, and I'm trying to get the business card and to continue the conversation. We're extroverts. They are flying around and, you know, social butterflies, basically. So it's, you don't see people. You know, when you see the people on the stage, or like you said, you are an introvert, People just see the, the front. We can, unfortunately, sometimes we need to fake it. But it's more important when we are alone, how we recharge, how many friends we have, how we see the, how we react to the situation. Because introverts, they think before they speak. Extroverts, they speak first, and then while they talk, they change their thoughts, and they, you know, have come up with another idea, and third idea, and fourth idea. And if your listeners ever been to a brainstorming session, they know what I'm talking about. Brainstorming, it's for extroverts. We introverts, in any business environment, we need two minutes to gather our thoughts and give you the best possible answer, not the first possible answer. Uh, brainstorming sessions, while I love them and they are valuable, they they are very difficult for me. That's uh, that's uh, all of you listening who are introverts. You know exactly what Alan and I are talking about. <laughs> 
a lot of people would sit there and say when you're hiring for salespeople, you ought to hire extroverts. I think we've proven that that's wrong. Talk about why that is. Well, simply because, you know, it's nice to have people who go out and, and you know, meet 20 people at, at the conference and, you know, just start building stuff. But somebody needs to really connect with these clients of yours. Somebody needs to lend an ear. And we introverts, we have... I have to say we have a keen, very well-trained ability of listening to people. Very often customers want to tell people what they're dealing with, explain the issue, discuss what really matters to them. Unfortunately, many salespeople today, they have a script, they need to follow it to make a sale, that's it. And simply, of course, customers, they are ending up being turned off because salespeople won't listen. They won't you know, understand the, the issues and problems and challenges. So where we come into the picture, we like to ask many different questions before we give the answer. So we ask questions, we gather information, we understand the big picture, and then, and, and first actually, how you recognize the introvert? He or she will ask many different questions before start selling something. We want to understand, we want to match the, the need with the right product, not with any product. And I think that's where we shine, and today, Relationship building in sales, that's, you know, it's almost mantra. Everybody's saying about that. But it's not easy for extroverts. And again, my wife is in sales. She's an extrovert. She cannot understand that she needs to, you know, listen and understand. And, you know, more complex the situation is, then you have to ask more questions and relate to people and connect. And also introverts not in it for one deal. We try to build a relationship for many, many years. Not just for one deal, but continue operating in the same environment and, you know, maintaining the relationship. And that's what you need, the introverts in sales. Well, talk so. about how we set up our offices now. This open mm-hmm. this open system is so popular, these, these cubicles and these community gatherings. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I get where in some context that has some value in terms of team building and, and community is important, no doubt about that. But I, I think what's happening is that a majority of your employees don't thrive in an open office environment. Talk about that a bit. Yep, I have actually recently uh, with one financial institution had a big discussion about that, and they start changing the layout of the floor because introverts came to work to work. Of, co- of course, you need to socialize, you need to speak with people, but when we are into in, in our cubicle or in our corner office, whatever, wherever we are, when we are there, when we sitting behind our desk, we try to work. We want to work. And then you have somebody who just pop by, hey, you know, how is the weekend? How is this? How's that? Interruption, interruption, interruption. And that's not where we shine because if I'm interrupted, I need a few minutes to gather my thoughts, go back into a deeper, more thoughtful conversation in my head first, of course. And then I need time for myself. I need time to gather my thoughts again and focus on what I'm doing. So open space, it's big no-no. And I'm actually, with my book, I'm trying to challenge many different thoughts out there. They're saying, you know, open space opens up people. No, you will not open up me as a person. I'm going to contribute the best ideas or best work when I'm left alone. And it's hard for people to understand that, but we need to focus on what we are doing, what we're working. If I'm not able to focus, I will not give you 100%. All right. Alan Meyer will return after this short break. We'll be right back. People know leadership. 
and creating a culture are critical factors for a successful organization. Not every executive can bring these factors to life. Dr. Rebecca Staten Reinstein, president of Advantage Leadership, works with companies from around the world who want to engage employees and delight customers to guarantee bottom line success. She has already documented the winning formula for strategic leadership in Success Planning, a how-to guide for strategic planning and conventional wisdom, how today's leaders plan, perform, and progress like the Founding Fathers. To learn more, visit AdvantageLeadership.com. That's AdvantageLeadership.com. All right, I'm back with Alan Meyer, chief sales introvert and author of the new book, Introverts in Business. So, Alan, I'm a manager, and now I understand from listening to you in the top half of the show that half of my people are extroverts, half of my people are introverts. How in the heck do I build a cohesive team? Oh, my goodness. It's, it can be challenging because if you don't understand that in the first place, then you will paint a picture with, with the one brush. You say, you know what, from now on in the sales role, just pick up the phone and dial and call, call. It's so easy. It's a numbers game. That's not how it works. We know that, right? Whoever, whoever listens to this and they worked in sales for five minutes, they know it's not so easy. It's not so simple. So first of all, any manager out there, they need to learn how to spot a closet introvert. And, you know, we are really good at hiding our introversion because we don't want to show people that we have so-called witnesses. There are so many myths out there that we are rude, that we are shy, insecure, and that's totally wrong. Shyness and introvert, introvertism, they are two different things. You can be extrovert and shy. You can be outgoing and introvert. So, Many introverts have learned to become more extroverted simply as a survival mechanism. And if you're trying to be something that you are not, that's definitely a recipe for unhappiness. So if you are a manager, you have to have to analyze. And there are so many tools out there. Even in my book, I'm giving uh, like 20 different questions uh, to understand if people are more on the introverted side or extroverted side. But there, there are also some questions. When you walk into any company, it, does receptionist, is she eager to greet visitors, engage them? You know, that's one simple, simple test. Does she interact with people beyond just the bare basics? So another thing is, do you have people on the sales team who make every excuse under the sun to avoid the sales meetings, but the numbers are high? They are introverts. Let them be. Just set expectations. Let them do their things. And there are many different things. If you know that some people on your team, they prefer to talk with you as a manager one-on-one versus speaking in a larger group, such as social events, or if they prefer you know, to even host a party or corporate function rather than attending it, you know, you know you have introverts on your team. You have to watch for declining energy because you can spot uh, this, I would say, pseudo-extroverts. I don't know what's the right term here. Because introverts may be talkative, and I'm talkative at the start, but we become quieter and quieter as the evening progresses. So there are so many different signals, and I'm naming many different in my book, but how to create a cohesive team of extroverts and introverts. And remember, you need to have, it's a yin and yang. You need to have extroverts and you need to have introverts. You need to have people who will just go through the wall. They don't ask questions. They're just 
boom, you know, knocking uh, walls down and, and pushing things to happen, but also you need to have introverts to help you manage relationships in the future. So how and when you interact with your team, that's really critical. You have to be approachable, but set boundaries. When they can interrupt you, ask for input or participation. That's one thing. Ask your introverted employees for their opinions and ideas, but also give an opportunity to send you to send you an email, not to speak up in front of many people. Help the team understand that everyone brings something valuable to the table. And of course, as a manager, you have to keep the lines of communication open. Don't just say, come to my office, talk to me. Send me an email. You know, We are good in, in sending good emails, but if you have opportunity to think about what we are going to say. If you ask me to respond immediately, I'll give you something. If you ask me to give you my best answer, I'll, I'll get back in 30 minutes, I'll give you 10 times better answer than the initial one. So, and also be open as a manager to a variety of different goal achieving strategies. You contend that introverts make exceptional CEOs, why? Uh, it's a great thing, because to be a CEO, you have to be a great leader, and to be a great leader, you have to play the game much, much better than just being on the one side. We are naturally suited to be a lifelong learner. So we are curious, we are focused, we have a huge ability to analyze, interpret things. We see the big picture much easier, and we have ability to see things from different perspectives. And also, as a leader, you have to know how to listen. We are exceptional listeners. Also, last thing, we excel at building relationships within our organization. So as a good leader, as you become more involved in the broader aspects of your organization, you have to form new relationships and you have, a, have, have to have a personal connection to every department. And this is the connection that people appreciate, connection with the leader, with the CEO. It makes people feel valued and important. That's the 21st century leadership. Boy, that is the 21st century leadership, no doubt about it. Alan, do you have any examples of modern leaders who we would all know and recognize who are also introverts that would probably surprise us? Well, Bill Gates, that's coming to everybody's mind, Warren Buffett. There are so many. I'm not, nothing comes to my mind beside that. But simple thing is, if you know, if you, if you follow, of course, Richard Branson, he's not an introvert, we know that. But if you follow somebody on LinkedIn or any other social media and just follow the stuff they're writing about and see if they're really naming 10 different books, they're analyzing things, that you, that's the best bet that they're on an introverted side. It's, it strikes me, Alan, when I hear you talk about leadership, about salespeople, that the real strength that, that we have is that listening ability, and that is so critical. And if you allow yourself to, to dwell on it and think on it, you, we can all probably come up with, a, with dozens and dozens and dozens of leaders who fit that mold. So, look, now, in, in the 21st century, we all want to be entrepreneurs. And, I again, I think there's this false misconception that, oh, to be a good salesperson, you have to be an extrovert. To be a CEO, you have to be an extrovert. I think there's some people that believe to be an entrepreneur, you have to be an extrovert. True or false? You have to be introvert. So why? <laughs> Simply because you have to be highly analytical because you have to go through mountains of data very quickly. You have to analyze every little aspect, not just sales part, but everything. And then you have to be good at analyzing and understanding good risk and bad risk. 
In the introverted mind, there is no perfect time to seize an opportunity. The stars will never be aligned. The world will never be ready. The economy will ever be ideal. The function will always be a little off. There will always be haters. Well, good thing is with introverts, I calculated the risk, I weighed my options, and here I go. We know the difference between being effective and being efficient. And we are focused on solution. We are we are actually solution-oriented rather than problem-oriented. All right. Alan, I love it. We're about out of time. Before I let you go, where can people contact you? Should you, you know, as an introvert, you want to be contacted? And most importantly, where can they get their, their hands on a copy of Introverts in Business? Well, as an introvert, I prefer emails, of course. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind calls, but, you know, if you are doing something and I'm, I'm writing 10 different things at the same time, so I prefer emails. I prefer to be prepared to the conversation like this one. So send me an email or simply visit my book's website, introvertsinbusiness.com. If you're a sales guy, introvertsinsales.com that's another book of mine so familiar with yourself there are lots of lots of things i share online uh, on introverts in sales actually you can you can subscribe to my free weekly tips for introverts and if you have any question comments feel free to reach out to me anytime it's very easy to find me again introverts in business or just go to amazon.com and then punch in introverts in business that oh. should work all right. Yeah, uh, it's a good point, Alan. So if you're listening to this interview right now and you just listen to Alan and I talk for 20 minutes, yes, he and I are both introverts. And yes, we can function in the modern world. See, you just heard 20 minutes of an example of how that can work. So so give us some credit. And according to my read on Alan's take is that we are going to be taking over the world before too much longer. So heads, oh, up, on, <laughs> heads up on that. All right, Alan Meyer, a chief sales introvert and author of the new book, Introverts in Business. Alan, I'm so glad we finally got connected. Thanks for sharing some time. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure meeting another introvert. And I'll say one thing for the end of this interview. Introverts unite. <laughs> introverts unite. Amen on that. All right. Alan Meyer, chief sales introvert and author of Introverts in Business. Alan, once again, thanks again for joining me. Todd, thanks for having me. All right. Well, that wraps this episode. On behalf of my guest, Alan Meyer, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Business. Intrepid Business.